Hey everybody, welcome to the Save the Parents podcast. It's Adam here with my beautiful wife, Jennifer. Hey. What's up? How's it going? Good. I talked to you all day long. Yeah, going pretty good. Going Still pretty good. good. <laughs> Man, so, I mean, when this airs, we're going to be, well, it should be pretty close to November. Yeah, give or take a couple days, I yeah, think. Yeah, probably. Right? I might tell exactly when we're recording it because, you know, you never know. But so, Jennifer... Which we talk about this evening on the Save the Parents podcast. We kind of briefly maybe hit hit a chord of fun, which is suburbia life. We are in suburbia life, aren't right, we? Right, right. Yeah, we've kicked but, around a variety of, of topics to talk about tonight. And the one that definitely solicits the biggest eye roll and, yes, laughter is suburbia life. When you want to talk about something scary. Everything is awesome. Well, we did a, a fear podcast. I encourage you to check it out. But... um. You know what I when he said something scary, I'm like, you know what fucking scares me is that I rearranged the garage this weekend and I'm super that's what I'm fucking pumped about. I'd like show the neighbor, <laughs> like lame. look at my fucking garage. <laughs> look what I did. I pulled you out a couple times, like look look how good your car fits in here. That's what's scary to me, is that's the fucking shit I love. Yeah. I love it. I can't I don't know why I love it. I'm turning to my dad. What's what? up with that? Oh my Isn't gosh. that fucked up? Like, yeah, this is well, great. Look at what I club. did. Look at what I did this garage. Look at, look at, I can put my workout gear in here and you can put your car. Gross. Everything is awesome. A little gross. Pretty gross. Suburbia life is something. Else. Well, it's funny because speaking of, we were talking about this earlier, like, you know, randomly. So I did the garage, right? This right. story will have Congratulations. context. Yeah. But speaking of getting sick, I'm a little sick of the ads on TV, political ads. We'll get into those maybe later, but the point is like, uh, gross. That's one reason to just fucking do shit that's tangibly appropriate. So I'm out there with all our shit. Like I pulled all the shit out to just fucking sprawl the crap because apparently yard sale. Yeah, yard sale. And then these poor fuckers walked by trying to like hand out ballots and they looked at me and I was like mid, like knee deep in like stash away my old army shit. And also the crap, just fucking shit everywhere. And they're like, we're uh, I'm like, hey, they're trying to talk to me like we're the whatever people for. I'm like, I don't you know what's sad. I don't even know who the fuck that guy is. And he's like a local politician person. I have no idea. They had a little pin on. I'm like, they're like, we're the Mensacati people. I'm probably fucking his name up. I'm like, awesome. A uh, little knee deep in garage shit right now. Super excited to be done. <laughs> Where my wife comes home and fucking yells at me for fucking ripping <laughs> everything up. Right? Isn't that a fucked up priority list right there? That's hashtag suburbia life right there. Like, listen, I got time for local politics. I'm too busy outraged about national politics and I got a garage to straighten. So I got no time for what's really supposed to be important right. in my backyard. Right. What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah. Garage does look good, though. I mean, it does look pretty it good. It looks legit. It does look pretty good. Well, I mean, it kind of goes back to similar conversations of you only have so many shits to give. So you have to kind of pick where that Super attention no is going to go. Is it going to go to local politics, your garage, national politics? Dude, I lament about this all the time. I'm so works. sick of the fighting, right? Right. And, and, you know, you want to say like high ground shit, like, well, you should really vote in your local election. I don't have any, I fucking, I do who these people are. I'm way too busy. And I think you're way too busy. I think most motherfuckers out there are too busy. I got fucking squawkers from one side, squawkers from another side. Tell me how to give a fuck about something that probably isn't nowhere near affecting me for the record. And then 
I still got to clean my garage, <laughs> raise my kids, get right. them to school, all the fucking shit. I just got, t- I don't got time for this shit. Well, the funny so, part is, is when you kind of start to unpack how much, like, I mean, you have to look at it in like kind of a, a short term, midterm and long term perspective. And in the short term, your kids, your immediate, your immediate requirements, your job, like except your garage, perhaps that you see every day, it's going to take is going to take priority. But like the the leverage you have on national politics. Zero. Is zero. That's not true, but most is Or pretty close. Listen, I can However, tweet, I can rage tweet like the best of them. Right. Maybe However, get all them retweets. It's really interesting because local politics or like the ability, like people who are kind of within or centered around closer to a community centering, like is you're way more effective at seeing, like involving your time and seeing change than you are with national. Well, to be fair, I think but a lot of But it's funny people... because it always gets tabled. Well, I mean, yeah. What are they talking about? I guess. Like what? What? What's the? I can't even tell the difference. I guess. Which is good, other than when they start putting that R and D crap, and then then the then you have to tell the difference because everybody knows you are when you have one of those things. Like all issues are decided for you. You just right. upload the program. Right. Like God forbid you like people that have health care and you like to go hunting. Like what? You're not a person. That can't be true. Like, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, get off my lawn. Like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. I'll do. I, I'll think what I want. Thank you very much. And eat shit, dude. Like, whatever. I got my own self and opinion and experience. I don't need you fucking lambasting me because I'm not just enough on your team. Like, what the fuck does that mean? And then you're shame me because I didn't vote for your guy, even though you just told me to vote. You know what? Fuck yourself. That's what I think about that. There's a good South Park episode about that. If only they knew who they were broaching today as they walked in. Oh, no, I smiled. I said whatever. Oh. It was yesterday, but whatever. I was like, yep, um, cool. I uh, asked me if I had my our ballot. Shit, we need to fill that out. Man, our stuff's going to be, the, you know those votes that they're like, oh, there's still some absentee ballots to, ca- to count. Like, that's us because we didn't get it in a time. We, like, mailed it the day before the people can go there. Because it's mail-in in here in Montana. And we'll be like the people where everything's decided. And they're like, we might count these. <laughs> you know, that's not going to be a fucking... We should really do that. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Um, yeah, fuck all that. And Have a say. And I remember you talking, you know, a little bit earlier about, like, just the fact that we have football on. Just as a nice, like, thing. I mean, our kid is injured right now, so it's nice to have it on. Um, but the, the fucking bullshit ads are just... And they always got that voice to him. You ready? Jennifer Thune. She sides with them crazy liberals from D.C. Don't let your state be controlled by D.C. liberals. Jennifer Thune. Bad for Montana. <laughs> right? That's one of them. And then, like, literally, one second will pass. There'll be a black screen. There'll be another one, like... Adam Thune, he's one of them crazy Trump lovers. He would love for Trump to run everything. But we all know Trump doesn't have a soul, but you have a soul. And so does people in Montana. Don't let Montana be taken over by soulless creatures like Adam Thune. Paid for by blah, 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 blah. Like, you know that shit? It fucking drives me. It's it's, I know. I should. I've got a, anybody out there listening, call me up. I'll fucking do that voice for you for your stupid campaign. <laughs> Right. I mean, that's exactly what it's like. 
right. fucking the craziest shit, right? right? And then, so, you know, it's nice, though, to have the sports on because what I don't like is how, you know, people act like the politics of the day is a sports event. Right. Team A, Team B, and there can be only one winner. And then they get a one in their win column. And, uh, but that's not how government's supposed to work. And fuck everybody who thinks that's true. Because you're wrong. You're just fucking wrong. That's the point. Look it up. Read the papers. Like All the papers from everybody, everywhere. Like, that shit's not supposed to be how it works. Right? Um, so it's crazy. But I like the sports aspect because I get to actually see something happen. Like, it's my right. own sensory data coming in. And I can interpret how I want to interpret. I'll turn, turn the sound. I don't want to listen to those motherfuckers. Tell me how good they think something happened. Like, I can see what looks good on the TV. Right. You know, maybe I want to cheer for a team. But, but guess what? Maybe halfway through, I want to switch my my feelings. Like, hey, you're, this team is going to ask, like, you know what? Fuck that other team. I want this other team to get better now. Like, I, I can think all kinds of things about a football game. Now, we all have our tribal problems. And if you get to some guys that, that are really into the game, right, they'll really, like, it'll be just like politics. That's what people have turned it into. But I actually like the sports because when sports is over, they still shake fucking hands and be like, yeah, we'll argue about whose team is better and then we'll play another day. But, you know, anytime anybody can win and you do have some good play, like it's almost like there's more civility <laughs> in those types of things now or maybe not. I don't fucking know. But yeah. yeah, anyway, scary shit to me is suburbia. So we got football going. We grilled today. We I had know. a garage clean out. Fucking suburbia fucking box check. Help the like talk to the neighbor as he's raking his lawn. I watched some kids in the park. Yeah, man. Suburbia life. It's almost Halloween. I know. Decorate for kids to dress up like people and, I don't know, get candy because we think that's still good uh, to do. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be fun. Hopefully everybody lives in a safe neighborhood. We kind of live in a land of no rules, which is kind of nice. Definitely trick-or-treating. But I got to say... Um, I don't know why I'm thinking about this now. Like those of you that live in those places where they do shit like trunk or treat, I'm sorry. It's just, just so lame. I know that safety wise, everybody thinks that needs to happen, but talk about taking yeah. the wind out of the sails. It's kind of funny of though. Like holiday, people really right? get serious about it. Like decorating your trunk and like showing up and planning this out and wearing costumes that match your trunk. Like it's. I know. It's, it's almost like an impressive phenomenon. Like It's impressively lame is what my point of the story was. I mean, it feels like I remember like in elementary school, we'd go around different rooms and it'd be similar. And they just took it. But we still would go trick or treat around the house. I mean, I guess in places like, I don't know, pick your major city. You don't want your kids like stepping over some poor fucking homeless dude who's. God knows, like, oh, sorry, dude. Right. By the way, trick or treat. You got any candy? Right. Like, well, the other crazy thing, <laughs> yeah. not just the trick or treat, but the how far people will travel to let their kids trick or treat. Or, like, we'll drive to places, like, so that their kids can go trick or treat versus, like, in their own neighborhood. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on the neighborhood, you it's know. It's a thing. So, I, uh, I don't know. But that, that shit's crazy to me. The yeah. suburbia life, and that's how we're living. That's, that's a scary scenario. I mean, I guess there's nothing wrong with it. I think it's like a, there's a lot of people that live there, obviously. It's right. the big, one of the crazy demographics. You listen to these fucking people on TV tell you about it. Um, I don't know. I mean, you got kids, so you don't want to live in the fucking city probably. And if you do, that's fine. But, you know, you want your kids able to go out and play and get some space, but you don't have fucking a million dollars or a farm, so you can't live out there. Yeah. So where's your answer? Suburbia. 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 Well, you know what's funny is, it, yeah, uh, it was a genuinely wonderful weekend, but it's really funny because 
Jenny 10, 15 years ago would just be appalled yeah, she vomited at, on my, you. at my good weekend this weekend. She vomited all over you. Yeah, what, what completely. You and then, oh my gosh, you, you live, you you live in Montana and you didn't go hiking or rock climbing or backpacking this weekend. You're just like, what? Yeah, I don't you understand. made angel food cake and... And and it marveled at your husband's garage duty. Like that's great, right? Yeah, man. So I don't know what to say. I guess uh, we're kind of all over the place here. But I mean, you know, thinking about living out here, living in the suburbia, there's more people live there than ever, right? I mean, right. there's a ton, a lot of people that live in cities and rural areas, but the most growing place is suburbia. So you know, given it's Halloween, given everything, like what? What are the fears of suburbia? What are the concerns, you think? I mean, my big concern is turning it into the next generation of old fuckers who don't know what the hell's going on in the world anymore because you're too busy yelling at kids to get off your lawn. That's a nice fear. Yeah. That's one of the ones I have. I think I almost want to do it today. But yeah. there are but there are kids, so, you know. Doesn't, doesn't quite work as well. Yeah, they were being four and five. You know, it goes. Right. Well, I think I think in a, a parenting way, too. I mean, you're worried that, I mean, suburbia is great, and it's helpful to be closer to people for meetups, parks, playdates, whatever. However, it does seem to provide a, a surreal environment versus kind of being out in space where kids can be kids because you're forced to... Managed probably your manage like kids and antics at a closer level because you can't have kid like things like toys or like kids being crazy on other people's yards to right. some extent oh. without like lifting eyebrows or making people unsettled about whatever. And similarly, like your neighbors and their perceptions and implications and the way they act around you will eventually regardless of your skin rub off in some right. capacity. So it's like a super fake community to uh, me. Right. Suburbia. It's fakeish. I, I, for sure there's nuance out there where that's not true, but think about it. Think of the fences. That's a perfect example. We're going to make, we're going to live, you know, I can easily throw a football and hit every neighbor within the whatever like block right but we have these fucking huge fences so i can't see anybody privacy fences right right which you know i like our fence as well for keeping the kids in the dogs and whatever but if you think about it like there's no like you like they're just like three feet too high right like i can't see anybody else in the back i have no idea you kind of think your neighbor's back there but you don't really know right and you can't even jump up to look over the fucking fence anyway isn't that the thing like good fences make good neighbors Good fences make good neighbors. That's suburbia motto, baby. Hashtag right. suburbia. <laughs> right. But think about it. Like it's, it's a little bit of fake community, a lot of ways. And I think about it that way. Um, like here's a weird thing. This happened today. So today our kids were out in the park, whatever. And like, there's two moms out there. That's fine. Not a problem. They're out there. I mean, I'm in the, in the garage. We already talked about doing, how awesome doing the garage manliness again shit. looks great. So I'm looking at the kids and they're like, you know, 400 yards, not not even that, 100 yards away, less than that. It's across the fucking street. And the street is not big. It's a, not a busy street. That's where our park is, right? So, you know, all set, like, so, you know, every once in a while we talked about how some parents, like, these these two moms just blobbing away. And then our kids, like, start kind of being fucks. Like, they were saying all kinds of naughty words. Pulling out the potty words. Pulling out the potty words. But here's the thing that but almost bothered me. Like, nobody wants to be told how to raise their kid. 
But you can certainly tell my kid to stop being a fuck when they're being a fuck. There's something that I noticed that people don't right. do. They because don't fucking a lot of police up really other people's that. kids. Holy fucking shit, is that a taboo scenario? But it shouldn't be. Fucking, we're all in this together. I can't watch everything. Speaking if my community. kid's being a yeah. fuck, then you tell him to stop being a fuck. You don't just ignore him because you didn't come out of your body, you crazy person. Like, that's what I mean. Like, what's that? What's that? Because they were like two feet away. And it was, you know, to be, I don't even know if it was the other kid was their kid. I don't even, I don't even know that. But what I do know is that in, at no anywhere is like any parent that I know of of any standards going to allow each, each kid, they scream each other that they're poopy faces or whatever the fuck they were doing. Right. Like just, just like those things like, all right, guys, that's enough or whatever, something. Right. They let it go on for, I was actually literally like just listening, like what the, f- how long are you guys going to wait? And the well, answer was forever, because I finally just yelled, hey, dudes, why don't you come here? You two. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell, guys? Like, you can't just. Right. It's public well, space, you know, all this other stuff. Like, it's not very nice to do. Like, you know, that's, that's why we get fucked up people. It's because everybody's like in this silo. Kind right? of. And I like, okay, my point is. I don't care if you police our kids up when they're being fucks. Oh, totally. I think that's totally acceptable. And other people should do it to other people's kids, too. However, however, there seems to be almost kind of more of a circle dynamic. Like, people who, and at least it's been the way with some of our friends, is when you know the parents... It's okay. Like it's almost like your your realm of your sphere of influence expands. So you're not as as freaked out about like oh my gosh like the mom's gonna be pissed if I like tell this kid to stop doing whatever antic he's doing um, because you you know them and it seems like once you know people you kind of have that circle of trust and you're part of a community if you will and then it, I mean it takes a village to raise a child you're part of that village. It's almost like a permission. That's why it's a fake Um, community because you're... Right. So which is... And I think that's where the genuine community comes from. However, when you don't know the other parents, you don't know what their reaction or take on it all is. And there's also like a lot more animosity that seems to go into like, where is this other parent? Why can't they... Where are they? Why are they so busy in whatever they're doing? To come over and weigh into whatever <sighs> antic is going on here. Like, I, it's not my job to raise their kids. Here's like, the point of the story. The point of the story is right. if I see kids I'm fighting on the playground and they're not mine, I'm going to have to say something because you should. Right. Because nobody needs to have that go on in America 2018. My point of the story is it's okay to say something. Right. And it's also okay for the kid to look at you and tell you, go fuck yourself. That might happen. You don't freak out is the point of the story. Right. Now, if you're doing like some new, like there's some clear black and white here. And we were definitely in the black. We are so dark gray that any parent alive would have been like, hey, guys, that's enough. Yeah. That that's what I'm talking about. Shit like that. I know the nuance gray and, you know, people raise their kids all kinds of ways. But the point is, is that just because they're not your kid doesn't mean they're not going to be a responsibility. Because it turns out they're still going to live in this fucking world. And that's what I mean. We kind of in it a little bit together. This silo parenting phenomenon I can't handle. Because, again, like not everybody's going to be everywhere. Your, your kid needs multiple perspectives anyway. Right. Even if some fucking dude... You know, there's there's lines and there's definitely ways you can cross them. But even like talking to what our na- like our neighbors like, hey, man, like you shouldn't do that. That's eventually he is the authority somewhere else. And they are telling him how they can act. And it's just getting contextual stuff that is very important 
to social norms and knowing what you can and right. can't do and knowing who you can't do. That's that's good development. Right. And the siloing doesn't let that happen. That's no, my point. I'm, I'm tracking. Not only that, like you can go, fucking be a community member. Like you see trash in your park and you don't walk by it. Just fucking pick that shit up and put it in the garbage can. You crazy person. Watch right. that happen today too. Right. Oh my God. Like, oh, okay. I, I can see the bag from fucking 400 yards away. Don't worry. I'll get it. You know what I mean? Like it's right there. Like, right. It's right there. Right. Like don't, don't let, don't let litter just sit there, man. Like what the fuck? You know, like it, I don't, I don't care if you dropped it. And I know the person that dropped it's culpable. Just like if some kid is acting a fool, like, yeah, maybe their parent is not there and or not doing well, or maybe this for the most likely truth, the kid is finally away from their parents reign of terror. So they're going to let her loose it's your job to say, hey, just because your parents aren't here doesn't mean you can act like a dipshit. That needs to be other people than the fucking parents. It can't be the parents by definition. So you need to step up. That's what I'm trying to say. Step right. the fuck up, suburbia. <laughs> Stop pretending like your only responsibility is your kid because one, it isn't. I mean, well, you're paying fucking taxes for school system, for God's sake. Sure. That's just not for your kid. Sure. You know? Well, I think part of it. I think it goes back to a greater fear and a distance in community because there seems to be more of a people don't really know their neighbors as well. They don't know a lot of like you aren't necessarily on a first name basis with with your community members. You don't have active engagement to the same extent than as you might have 50, 100 years ago because your survival relied more on it. So it's a, so that has changed. And similarly, I think with phones, social media, the ability to kind of extricate yourself from a immediate social situation to hide behind whatever network or distraction you want to avoid meeting new people, building relationships, et cetera, because it's scary. And because you're putting yourself out there, it's it's made it hard because, you know, it's harder to build your tribe, per se. I'm a little worried about the proximity not being a default community mindset. That's a problem. Personally, because at the end of the day, we are sharing a fucking one mile radius, right? Right. Like all the, and that's the problem, you know, the good dip back earlier with the, the nationalization of all politics. Like, like just because John and Bill, two houses over, have different stupid signs in their front driveway, it doesn't mean they don't have shared interests in the fucking community. But right. they sure shit don't when they don't even know each other are other than that fucking dude who has that stupid sign I don't like. It's right. one of them. One of them. And then, you know, you get on, you're watching football for some leisure and you get told about how bad them are, you know, just in the way you love to hear it. Right. So it just resonates, right? So I don't know. I don't, I don't like all that. Um, well, it seems very easy to polarize people, and it seems like people are very really easy to polarize. eager and fantastic. interested in the cognitive reinforcement for polarization and like kind of pulling apart, which I know is a greater issue kind of elsewhere. Yeah, they're not my problem but, mindset as well. Like, well, that, you're all fucked up. It's not my problem. The same with the parents on the playground today or whatever day it's going to be like, well, it's not my kid. I've, I've been there. Right. There's some nuance there. There's that gray when it gets gray, you, you don't, I say default to nothing because you don't have context, Right. but not everything's gray, <laughs> you know, like not everything's gray. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's part of the thing that I don't like about 
And I think, I don't know how true this is. I don't think people like, like, I can't wait to live in suburbia. Like some people are like that, right? Especially if you're coming from the city out and you haven't have space. Like I'm just like, it sitcoms of the nineties. I actually have no idea what people think like anymore. But, um, I mean, everybody's trying to get out. That's here, I think. <laughs> it's some way. Like, yeah, we're just here for a while and then it's we're going to the leave. Compromise. Yeah, we're going to leave soon whenever we pay off all our debts or whatever fuck people are worried about. You know, like, I don't think people want to stay in a shitty community. No. Or in a, a manufactured, like, cardboard cut community. And we're, no. we're kind of in a our cardboard cut community, but I think we have potential for great members. It's just that... You know, a lot of people moved here. We're in like a new build area. That's also probably a problem. People have been around a while, probably have a lot. When you're you're in a spot for longer than 10 years, great. But this is the problem with the, like going back to our other podcast with the gig economy and moving around. Like you get forced to move so damn much. You never get to know who's around you. Right. At least very well. Well, and that's another interesting part is so much of like meeting people. And I I feel like I notice it more coming from like military community to civilian community is you is everybody's like, well, how how long are you going to be around? Like, are you like if I invest in your friendship today, like, are you going to be around in three, five, ten years? Phenomenas of renters versus owners. Oh, yeah. Yeah, And that's the thing to block away. Went from renters to owners, finally learned who our neighbors were. I shit you not, it was like impossible right. to talk to people if they know you're renting. They're like, well, you're a fuck. You're going to be gone soon. Right. Clearly. Can't trust you. Uh, the renters or whatever people talk like. Right. You know, I don't know why that's a thing. I don't know I guess either. It makes sense. People yeah. need places to live. Whether they own it or rent it, I mean, in theory, half the people are renting it from the bank anyway. So easy on your fucking definition. Moral high ground, their chief. You <laughs> right. know, like what the fuck are you talking about? They're just they're more temporary because they, you know, are paying somebody else's loan out for a while or whatever happens. <laughs> you yeah, because they couldn't true. get their own. That's something wrong with that. People shouldn't use that as a distinction, but we do. We do. Renters. Nobody likes renters in their problem in their community. Right. Especially if they're renting to multiple people. Well, Shame I mean, on them. I think renters also get a bad rap. Like part of it is the moral moral hazard that goes into this isn't really my house, so right. I don't give as many shits about how it's maintained. Which is one, not necessarily ubiquitously true. And two, like a lot of it. I mean, it all it all depends, right? It depends on the house, the people, the location, the place, the renters, the owners, the landlords, like the works. Um, are you using a property manager? Who like? There's a million variables in there that seem to change it, but it is funny because it does seem to have a bad rap. It's got a super bad rap. I don't know. There's, do you- I mean, that's the funny part. Like there are equally like equal the number of people who are homeowners or renting from the bank. And are like take terrible care of their house. Like yeah. it doesn't even like <laughs> equity, like home, like no, home you, wealth aside, like not interested in maintaining. Haven't building, you heard? Growing. The market's great. It'll go up no matter oh, what. I don't have to do anything. I mean, that's the choice. <laughs> Scarcity is going to help me. It is funny because the judgment is real. Like the the people judgment on like renters versus owners, though, because it it does seem to factor into calculus. I think yeah, it's kind of a a big, wider range, broad view. I never liked doing that, but like, I, I don't know if uh, things are moving so fast. I think people don't know how to judge anymore very well. Cause like the environment's just so 
fucking dynamic like in the dynamic sense where you know things are like we're talking about stable for three to five years but three to five years of stability is the best you can hope for it's right. that's world. pretty good that's pretty fucking good relative to what it we've used seen, to be dude, 10 it used to be 20 it used to be 50 it used to be 100 it used to be thousand years of right. stability and now we're down to three to five now do you think that's going to go up or down right. in the future probably down probably down right so I don't know what that means. I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's like a, a a fucking magic Rubik's cube to like solve the suburbia weird thing. And it's different in every state and every town. I'm sure of it. But I mean, right. there's also I think there's a lot of common, you know, it, like experience and interest in you know, right. backgrounds. Well, that here's go an to elephant suburbia. in the room. I think a lot of it depends on the people who live at these relative suburbias. And each each group will be a little bit different and will likely be represented a little bit differently in their homeowners organization. Oh, so their HOA will probably be organized differently, managed differently, and therefore kind of be a bit of a differentiator in the well, that's why renters really candor. get frowned upon because they don't get to go. Actually, we haven't been. Our home no. association is not very active. We came from Washington before this, the great state of Washington. Let me tell you, overactive. If this one's underactive, that one was overactive. Yeah. There's got to be a sweet spot in there highly somewhere. Engaged. Highly engaged. Highly patrolling. The Peace Patrol, making sure that your garbage can is immediately right. removed from the street corner right. after the garbage comes. Or we'll put a notice on your door. Right. Your wreath is been there for one day after Christmas and shame on you. <laughs> Too long. <laughs> Too long. We'll get you. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely the, the bad way where that goes. But I mean, Well, should... it's interesting, too, because a lot of the HOA, when you start looking into, like, guidelines and policies and what they do, it strikes me is odd because a lot of what the HOA does in, in talking to people is it seems to be managing people's bullshit like when people have a complaint about somebody else's whatever instead of going directly to the neighbor or to the person or whatever handling it between people they just (laughs) go to the hoa and let the hoa handle it like it's almost like more of a conflict resolution like subcontracting than it is like yeah i don't anything else i think that's probably uh i would say if i was the old like i'm gonna channel my dad or somebody but like yeah that one thing that's kind of negative is people aren't so good at direct confrontation like hey man what the fuck right what's going on no no the people don't you want me to talk to them no i'm gonna call dad call the cops call the hoa call the whatever right right uh but that's a different that can go real real crazy tangent real fast but let's go back to hoa i mean the number one complaint at hoa meetings which i we have lived in several places right although we've been renters most of the time but we've also known several people that have been in hoas have been around right. them no more complaint dog shitting in places they shouldn't shit yep literally dogs. the number barking one complaint and shitting barking and problems. shitting dogs is the number one complaint in any HOA, you fucking look it up. Look right. up your minutes. Just any random minutes. Pull them. Fucking million dollars. There's a dog bitch complaint in there. <laughs> so, dogs are ruining suburbia is my conclusion. Yeah. That is what. And there first off, first world Says problems. the household huh? with two dogs. Yeah, they bark sometimes. And a cat. I mean, I don't even like it when they bark. I get it. Right. But, you know, 
it's an animal. Turns but. out they're animals. Like you can't like they've got yeah, their colors. Yeah, like yeah, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah. But. I'm too busy fixing my garage and trying to keep my kids alive <laughs> to fucking overtrain my dog. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Right. Um, no, that's crazy. So I mean, if there's ever a first world issue, right. it's the dog barking, right? Right. I mean, there's some nuance there, I'm sure, but like. Well, that's the complaint. To be honest, with all due respect, I mean, how many of the issues? I mean, I, I mean, it's it's all it all varies substantially based on the group and like HOA that you're talking about. But so like eight ninety ninety five percent of HOA conversations are first world problems, oh, like yeah, issues super. that are broached, like wreaths on doors, like. Um, yeah, I don't trash cans by the street, somebody parking in the wrong spot, somebody's dogs being uncooperative. And again, somebody parking their RV somewhere that they shouldn't. <laughs> I 100% support if you directly confront somebody and you're right. like, hey, man, like your dog is barking really loud. My baby's trying to sleep. What the fuck your reason is. And they're like, you know, they give you the fuck you or like, yeah, I'll then work, it's time. Right. Light I'll work up. on it. Or you clearly know that it's not like I got it. But even right. like in like they generally like, yeah, man, I'm I'm really working on it. Like you give them the space like things don't happen overnight. You fucking crazy bastard. Right. Right. But the guy who give says, go fuck yourself. Hey, right. man, what else are you going to do? Go to authority. You're not going to show down in the streets as an 1812 or whatever. Like you're not going to pull out your pistol. <laughs> so again, go into the authority, which is how this government structure is supposed to be working. No matter what the government is. Again, read all the right. papers. There everywhere. is a time and a place for it. The monopoly so. of violence doesn't belong to you. So right. you go to the people that have the authority. And if that's the HOA, it's the HOA. If it's the fucking cops, it's the cops. But in a big fat fucking butt here. Don't be so much of a fucking scaredy cat. Speaking of being afraid to talk to people about an issue. I'm like yelling at myself because I've totally done this myself. At least in the <laughs> past. Everybody. I'm getting better. Well, it's scary. Right. Like if you have an option to not confront somebody, like it's, it's like, so extremely tempting to take it. I mean, I think part of that is, I mean, it manifests into so many different ways. I mean, you, I don't could, care. you could point it at social media. No you could reason point for it. it. I don't like, give a fuck. No adults. Oh Here's why they get destroyed. Anybody has this argument. We had a seven. Uh, what is she? An eight year old girl, two houses down. She even had whatever guts an eight year old has to write a letter to give it to us. At least it was something directly oh, yeah. to us about how our kid was being mean to her. That is direct com- conversation. Amazing. Yeah. Not the anonymous tip, not the anonymous phone call to the HOA about like if a fucking eight-year-old kid can summon the courage to talk to somebody about right. an issue, well, then everybody else can get the fuck up. That's my point of the story. Right. You have nothing, no ground to stand on anywhere right. with the, I can't confront these people. Like, dude, take a second out of your busy fucking day and talk to your fellow human if it's a real issue of yours. Because right. if you're going to the authority, the authority doesn't have the context you do. You probably don't have the context. You could be super out of line or you could be right on the fucking money and you find out this guy really is an asshole. Even better. Then you can fucking go after them harder, right? right? You've done your due diligence. You've done your due diligence. The diligence matters, I think. Right. Absolutely. But the fences are too high for the diligence, Jenny. I can just I know, see. it's so easy to hide. I have to go to the second story to see what the hell's going on. <laughs> Did you know our neighbor's burning things in their backyard? And speaking <gasps> of, you live what in Belgrade, Montana, you, you can super burn things. You can do anything here. Yeah. It's like open container. Fireworks do. is a fucking madhouse. Yeah. They have mortar rounds going off the middle of the street that bounce off of houses occasionally. But to be fair, 
all like um, we're talking like city level fireworks happen in our current city anywhere you want. Yeah. And to be fair, it's apparently everybody's half responsible. Only two people went to the hospital last year. And think about how much community that had speaking of community, like right. that event in Belgrade. That's what everybody in Belgrade understands, like, oh no, it's fucking game on here. Right. Like, hey, if you want if you want a quiet, you go seven miles down the road where they got rules. Got no rules here. Like you just watch yourself. Which again, it's a little I'm even scared. Like, whoa, whoa, this isn't fucking it's like they fucking blown shit up like it's Baghdad or something. But no, 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 no. It's just people having a good time. And uh, only two people in the hospital. So I gotta say, like, if only two people get hurt. Um, let her ride, motherfucker. Like, sorry, the data is just better between the money and the community. And like, and the, you know what? Those two injuries, ninety. I think both of them were self-induced for their own fuck up. You don't need police people for that, right? You know what? You got it's a bunch of mortar anyways. rounds going through somebody's fucking window, and their right. baby room catches fire. I'm Problem. with you. We got problems, right? But if they're not happening, they're not fucking happening. I don't know what to say. Right. I literally had the agree like thought on Fourth of July nights, but we've done it two years now. Be like, no, no, we need to shut this shit down. But then I get the data in the morning, like, you know what? Fuck me. What do I know? Nothing. My my perceived like there must be like three hundred people in the hospital. Nope, nobody. I don't even think those motherfuckers were from our town who went to the ER. <laughs> like, I don't fucking like they, they just didn't happen. Like, I just don't have the the breadth of context, right? So. I guess, you know, people are wrong all the time. I was. I could say it. I've been wrong. And I still enjoy fireworks. But again, we had some blow up the little sketch, right? Yeah. Well, they put the thing in the wrong way. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Untrained. Put it in upside down. You know, dare I say, I believe they were (laughs) drinking, ma'am. Which you're, that's on the law. You're not supposed to be doing that. They were doing it. I watched them. Statue of Limitations is probably not even up on that, but. Uh, they're probably good to go. Anyway, nothing bad really happened. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where I got the thought. Like, we can't. This we is... learned from it. <laughs> and, you know, eventually they will probably outlaw it. And, you know, we're the wild, wild west suburbia. I mean, you got open containers. Yeah. Yeah. The park across the street. I remember, we, like I said, we came from Washington where it's like rural city. Like, you need a citation just to, like, sit on the porch. <laughs> right? You need a permit to sit on your own porch in Washington. But here, like, yeah, we're like, oh, man, should we take, like, maybe we can, like, sneak wine over the park and we go over there one day and the guy's just got to go open fucking he's like oh no i work for the city like this is an open container so like what you can drink <laughs> been hiding it all these times on the street like yeah people go downtown they have like a little party like on the street like what the fuck really how about that we live in like what 10 places six places seven places yeah none of them are as wild west as this town which no. which i like but and a big fat fucking butt there's still the fences, man. And there's still the the not as much community. But like shit like that is is a community builder, which is bonkers to me. Because it's like behavior that I think most people would agree with. Like, oh, that's pretty fucking, oh, that's what you need to do. You need to drink on the street. So, hey, listen, in lieu of any community at all, I guess it fucking works. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you know, the crime here is pretty low, comparatively speaking. Like, right. fucking people aren't not. I mean, there's still issues, but people probably aren't as nearly in bad shape as other places. So I, I don't know how to think about it. It's probably no real good cause and effect there, but just observations of suburbia. Yeah. Fucking suburbia, man. Well, it'll be interesting to see. And for any listeners out there who have experience with this, it'd be interesting to hear your take. Um, but so much of it, it seems to change, like your 
domestic requirements seem to change as kids grow. So like when they're, when they're little, when they're babies, it really doesn't matter. Um, And then as they get bigger, a little bit more space is helpful, but then proximity is okay. And then like, as they get older and like enter more the teenage years, it will be interesting to see if space becomes more either more valuable um, and having their own space to kind of run and kind of do their thing. Uh, without being kind of always under arm's reach um or if alternatively it becomes more like more valued to be um closer to friends and within whatever network or community you're part of i don't know i don't know to me i i mean i think i default introvert anyway but i when we can leave i will be an advocate for it again it's good for what it needs to be you're gonna miss your garage well, I'll have a bigger garage there or like a fucking shed. So I'll be going rural. Although I can see this, though. I don't know why. We're, we'll, hey, world, we're going to share our little thoughts. Um, I don't mind going to a major city and live in just pure city, but you got to go all in. You know what I mean? Like, like oh, well, we only need one car. City apart. apartment. Yeah. Like, right. But or I, no car. Yeah, I think it's tough to go back and forth, and that's probably a post-kid scenario. But, like, older kids, like the space, like the teenagers, yeah, I totally would not want to be in suburbia for that. I totally would want to be somewhere, like, not way out. I don't know, suburbia light. Call whatever fuck you want. Something. Suburbia you know, light. Suburbia light. I don't, I don't like being in the fucking... I don't Are like to look dark? at... I don't want to look across <laughs> a landscape and easily identify a house that's exactly the same layout as mine. Whatever the fuck that place is, that's where I want to be. Or I can't, I can't see... 10 houses when I look. Mm. You know what I mean? That's mm. whatever. That's, so, suburbia that's light. my suburbia light is not looking at 10 houses. Okay. Right. I would say that. Or you just go fucking all in. Right. No, no, no. I'm going to live at this apartment in this street. On the 12th floor of this 12th apartment floor, building. Yeah. And you know, I'm we'll, going to see we'll, more houses we'll and apartments. Cut our so I know dog size in half. I don't know. <laughs> you know it's going to be but, awesome. Uh, whatever. Future can be dynamic. Um, but yeah, I, uh, it's not, but again, I say all that, but super like my, like the garage is super great. I don't understand why I love it so much. I don't either. Well, because it's clean in there and you can do stuff. I have all room for my activities. I know stepbrother reference for those of you people still out there who love movies. No, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think. Well, I mean, here's the thing, like uh, continuing increases in population, growing urban centers, like uh, with all uh, like for as much opportunity as we look at for a next place or something a little different, like suburbia is here to stay. No, definitely. Well, listen, like there's too many fucking people and we are part of the problem. Right. We created people. Right. We did. And, you know, it's a weird thing because, you know, there's a lot of people that don't have kids, which is fine to me because there's too many fucking people. And right. but at the same time, just by default of the way it works, they get a little selfish. Selfish in like the temporal aspect. That means time. Like temporally, they are like, oh man, we need to do all these things like right fucking now. It's like, yeah, it's a lot of money we're gonna spend on something that isn't fully developed yet. Maybe we should, you know, try to aim that for the next gen. Like next gen. What the fuck? We need to do this right now. I need my habitat amazingly good right away. You know what I mean? Like, right. That's because you don't have a long-term necessity to monitor. Right. Like, of course, we should pour all the resources into what you give a fuck about right now because you don't give a shit about 20 years from now 
probably in the terms of like what it's like for a 25 year old 20 years from now. Right. Like I got mine. So fuck them. Right. Like the college debt thing. Like, well, they should just figure it out. Like, yeah, if you had kids that are five and six and you're fucking saving up for college, which for their college, for their college, while right? still paying off yours, while still paying off yours, while watching tuition just go fucking through the roof like some crazy. Right. I don't know how that's sustainable. It isn't different podcasts, but um, yeah, there's no like, again, I'm not going to spend all the resources on us. Right. Motherfucker. Like there's like I got I, I like I get more driven by getting my, my kids featured better. You motherfuckers. You know, so some of you are going to have to not get it as good. I know we could make it good. I do believe that we could make things a lot better, but it could be at the cost of the future. And I'm going to tell you which one I'm going to default to. There'll be some of me that wants it now. And there definitely is. But there's a lot of me that drives for no, no, no. My kids have got to have a better life than me because that's the game. Right. right. That's what seems to be the game. It seems to be a big motivator for a lot of parents or any, you know, and the people don't need to have kids to have that motivation. But I just find anecdotally my data point of one that people don't have kids. They tend to be more shorter term thinkers mm. instead of longer term thinkers. Mm. And sadly, <laughs> they never. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we've, people have been around for a fucking super long time. It's only been a very short time before there was fucking horse and buggies. Like we're talking, you know, seven, eight generations of folks. That ain't that many. No, that ain't that many. And so to pretend like we're going to fix all the problems in this generation, you're fucking kidding yourself. And by the way, if you think we are not going to cause some problems, it's always easy to blame up and blame down. That seems to be the. Oh, it's so um, much more fun than taking ownership. It's always a baby boomer's fault. Thanks for the world, you fucks. Um, But then also at the same time, like, well, the next generation kids, they just don't know how to pay attention. They just on their phones, all the blah, blah, blah. Like, (laughs) yeah, they're going to probably be fucking ninjas at everything. Like every generation is usually better than the one before it. Regardless of what kind of bullshit articles they write, they're just more capable. You know why? Because the last generation was their teachers and they taught them everything in the population context, not the individual. Yeah, of course, there's fucking idiot individuals out there. But the next generation is always more capable. They know more things. They got rid of more bullshit like the cursive in school. Motherfuckers gone. (gasps) You know what's replaced with? Computer coding. Fucking better better yeah the yeah some fucking johnny the teenage idiot is fucking not able to concentrate for more than five minutes right now right now but that motherfucker probably builds software that you did not even heard of for the people that fucking can only use computers use email and like fill out an excel file and they think they're a manager like these fucking kids will fucking destroy you when you're 60 i don't even know why it's a question and it fucking i laugh at the damn articles and the little the feel goods they're the feel gooders like well your generation's better and everybody would say, well, we had it tougher. I said, yeah, of course you did, because shit, shit wasn't as good. <laughs> right? Like, it's just going to get better. That's my point. It's going to get better, and we're going to make it better. That's the whole point of this game, to me, anyway. Yeah. Sometimes you have to live in suburbia to get it done. That's all I was going to say. At least say. you can have a fucking clean garage. Stepping stuff. It's a fucking nice garage. Clean is interesting to say. It's organized. It's and organized. spacious. We put it's a car set in there. Up. It's got custom Listen, ski benches. I guarantee and you, most people racks. sympathize. Everybody's got a room and or space that just gets Man fucking cave. overtaken with bullshit stuff, garbage. <laughs> right? He's just like, oh man. He just whatever you can get to the goodwill or give away, or maybe you sell it. You get rid of some shit, and then you open some space up, and then you're like, oh man, I can do stuff in here. 
Again, like, I don't need a gym membership because I can fucking work out of my fucking garage because I got rid of all this crap I didn't need I was hanging on to for reasons I'm not sure of. Right? Like, that that little aspect. Said it. It feels good, man. Feels Dude, good. Don't fucking poo-poo my efforts. I'm not. Sometimes I'm not. you need tangible results in today's world of Sometimes digi- digital feels economy good. where you can't really tell if you did a good job other than the money coming in and somebody patting in the head. Like... It's fun to do things that, like, I literally can see my result. It's probably why people in construction kind of like it, because they can see something get right. built. Right. Absolutely. I don't know. It's Absolutely. Brilliant. I love it. What do you think? Cool. Well, parting, with that, Parting thoughts? Yeah. Um, dude, suburbia life. Turns out it has its it has its place. There's Ugh. definitely the unglamorous as all of it, but it's not going away, and chances are... Yeah. Something to get used to or work to overcome in a community collaboration sense. It's temporary till it's permanent, right? Right. <laughs> or that. <laughs> and when in doubt, clean it out. So there right. you go. But anyway, thanks for listening. We always appreciate it. Please check out the website. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash save the parents. We got a real website now. Isn't it a real website? Yeah, save the parents.org. Or, um, yeah, if you have questions, comments, suggestions, <laughs> feedback, whatever. What did Ideally, I say? we're not going to handle the interactions between you and your neighbor. We'll let you take care of that. We're not an uh, advice call. We're not going to be good at what we're right. doing. We have any context. It will not be helpful. We will sabotage. So, promise. I don't know. Just... But email us at jenny at save-parents.org. Um, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.